0: Let's play some trivia. Chris, what cigar manufacturer was founded in 1895 and has roots in Cleveland, Ohio? Uh, <laughs> JC Newman. That is correct. <laughs> Second question. Yeah. Which cigar manufacturer still produces cigars in their 112-year-old factory in Tampa, Florida? Mm, JC Newman. Uh, correct again. Yep. All right, last one. Okay. Can you go three for three? Probably. Who are the creators of the Diamond Crown, Brick House... And the American cigar. Uh, JC Newman. That is right. Gosh, you know what? They say you look dumb, but you're pretty smart. Trivia is my thing. I like it. To explore everything JC Newman has to offer and a chance to win a free Diamond Crown whiskey set, visit jcnewman.com forward slash hot ticket. The whiskey set includes two Diamond Crown Whiskey Rocks glasses whiskey rocks and a set of tongs all the hardware you need for a perfect drink again enter a chance to win by visiting www.jcnewman.com forward slash hot ticket <laughs> i literally just <laughs> record as you said that i'm cut that out <laughs> oh pretty crazy though huh? Uh,
1: people are just gonna hear us laughing like, what are they laughing about we can't tell you yeah
0: definitely can't say it non-disclosure agreements i'd be buried in the fucking ocean i'd be literally (laughs) bricks tied to my ankles thrown overboard (laughs) i don't want any of that i want no part of that
2: Mm.
0: you ever had these things sorry i didn't bring you one i feel bad No, but i brought myself two spicy ranch waters yeah it uses um agave which is essentially just tequila like it's but they're delicious It's basically a seltzer with tequila. But this one has jalapeno in it. Ranch is way too savory. Why would they put that in a liquid form? It's weird. You know, a dressing, not a drink. (laughs) Just Hidden Valley. Just with added alcohol. What happens like, dude, what if they did that? I don't know if the milk would last. No, hold on. Hear me out. Not for ranch dressing. Oh. But think about if you were to make a ketchup flavored soda, hmm. or the condiment sodas. Condiment soda. What would be the ultimate condiment soda? Pickles. Oh yeah, because pickles are pretty versatile in terms of mm-hmm. like being able to put pickle juice in things. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of things that are pickle flavored. Pickle juice, yeah. especially if it's a dill. Yeah. Oh, Pro- dill pickle soda. Probably not on the list. Thinking, yeah, but is um, thinking like onions. <laughs> is a pickle technically a condiment? You know, it's a it's a vegetable. It's a topping. I know that it's a topping. Well, the cucumber is the vegetable. Then it gets pickled and mm-hmm. becomes a pickle. Mm, that's true. But what about well, condiments? Squeeze bottle. Ooh, OK, would be a good drink.
1: Yeah. I mean, I do like buffalo sauce.
0: Oh, <sighs> buffalo soda.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, no, I do like it. I think like a sweet maple barbecue. That would be good. That would be. Good. I think that'd make a good. Because you know what it would be, Dr Pepper. Pretty much. Can anybody? Is Dr Pepper just
1: not. Can anybody barbecue des- soda? <laughs> can Can anybody describe the flavor of Dr Pepper? No,
0: it's barbecue soda. Is what it is. That's Dr Pepper. What
1: type of simile can you make
0: from a Dr Pepper in terms of flavor? Dude, there's twenty three flavors. You'll never know. You'll any never of them. fucking know. Yeah. What else? Like, what else could? What else would be like a good soda that you could make into a soda? You could have, like, a soy sauce soda. Soy soda. Ooh, what? I can maybe... Like, you'd get into the Asian market. Super salty. <laughs> it'd be very salty. It'd be a very salty soda. soda. You know, Isn't there already a ton of sodium in, like, normal pop? Probably. Could you imagine also adding the element of soy sauce? No shit. You, I'm surprised they don't do because you know they have those... Um, those, like, flavor testers and then, like, you know, different flavors of ice cream don't necessarily come from, like, certain extracted fruits. Like, it's yeah. all artificial. Like, yeah. it's mostly artificial flavored. Like, you remember watching this show one time on Comedy Central where the guy goes and he gets to make his own ice cream flavors. And he made one that's poop flavored. And it literally, and he served it. Like, it was at, like, a <laughs> like a creamery. And he was working behind, it was called, um. his name is Nate something. It's actually, he's really funny. It was a funny show. And uh, he made, like, a shit-flavored ice cream and then was, like, serving it to people. And there's people who are like, mmm, it's pretty good. Oh, and God. then I go, I remember one person's like, literally tastes like shit.
1: <laughs> what I like is you But could they could
0: make any flavor. Like, they could the do thing. anything.
1: You could tell which people actually have tasted the flavor of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> based on the response yeah they like literally taste like shit and be like you've tasted you've shit before i think the people who are like mm, that's not bad it was just probably a peculiar thing and yeah like yeah exactly but they he was able to go into a lab and get all these things made so like you could essentially artificially make anything what about salsa Ooh, salsa soda like a pineapple salsa soda, maybe a corn salsa soda, salsa soda. or a south a southwest dude. I'm Ooh, telling you,
1: southwest could be good. This
0: is a whole new lane. I think condiment sodas could be a whole new lane, mm-hmm. dude. Imagine having like a mustard seltzer. You know, if done right, It probably work. Oh, what about mayo? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, exactly. You start getting oh, creamy stuff. I I don't know. You can't do creamy stuff. Like you couldn't do ranch. No. strange cream anything with milk yeah anything that's milk based for sure no or like high super high in fat what, a, do. what about a good indian curry oh <laughs> oh like a like a tikka soda yeah oh, <laughs> you oh know. that sounds like heartburn um dude you could do that yeah you could expand it to different um different regions of the world yeah just based on like certain condiments. You know, you have like the Asian market. You've got the Latin market. Basically, my head's just going down the aisles of Kroger right now. Yeah, no, me too. Just figuring out like what's next to each other. I think you could do it. I really do think you could do you know, it. You you could probably pull off a horseradish. Oh, <laughs> dude, that would be disgusting. It would be a little rough. What is just a pasta sauce soda? Oh. <sighs> It's that's gross. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking gross. It'd be real tangy. Yeah. Ugh. That would not be good. What do they use with shrimp? Cocktail sauce. Cocktail sauce. That actually probably wouldn't be bad because there's kind of a sweet spicy thing Mm -hmm. to cocktail sauce. Mm -hmm. What about a um, sweet and sour sauce? That would be great. Sweet and sour soda. I think that would work. I think that could definitely work. I think that would work really well. Dude, we should try it. We should get one of those little soda makers and then see if we can so, get let's see if we can get our own flavors made and then just put them in the soda maker okay because the only thing you have to have is flavor packs and if we can get custom flavors made that's true like why not that's true contract a company call them and say hey I want I want an artificial flavor pack for a soda that is sweet and sour and We can you start experimenting just do all kinds of different shit if you're listening to this episode um there's probably still a few of you left I'm curious if there's anybody that has a really good idea for a soda. An artificial soda Because there's
1: really no savory soda.
0: Not really. I they're don't think all, they're so. They're all
1: sweet treats, usually.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have some that are sour and sweet, which really does kind of give you a savoriness, yeah. but not really, like, savory. Yeah. Ooh. It's either kind of the one side or the other. Maybe, like, a good lemon herb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gross. <laughs> that would actually be easy to achieve and here's why marinara <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> lemon herb would be easy because lemon is easy to get yeah, for and sure. you could easily put in a soda and for herbs sure. you can extract oils from herbs to literally put in so if you wanted to do any herb yeah. you could extract the oil That's, from it and mix them together lemon herb may be feasible lemon herb is the most feasible i think to do yeah it's Maybe not, not going to be great <laughs> it's not going to be great flavor wise <laughs> Because you could steep an herb like you do tea, and you can extract a ton of flavor from it.
1: And what we encourage all of our, all of oh. our customers to do, it's like, hey, this is meant to be had with your meal, and we encourage you to dip your meals into these beverages.
0: Oh, so gross. Treat them still like condiments. Oh, that's like making me... Oh, could you imagine having an olive juice soda? Ugh. Oh. Oh. Anyway, all right. Let's actually talk about some stuff. Um, (laughs) We talked about this. Actually, I feel like not that long ago, Um, Rick Rodriguez from CAO departed the organization. He was the ambassador and master blender of CAO. Hadn't made anything good in the recent fucking 10 years. Decided to branch away uh, from CAO and establish his own company, which is West Tampa Tobacco Company. And they're already pumping cigars out. I think they already have some out in the fucking ether now. Um, so they contracted with a cigar manufacturer in Estley. I assume a, a previous relationship he, ha- relationship he had with uh, when he was with CAO. Uh, but they have one cigar coming out now, which is the black and white. And they've got it in a Robusto, a Toro, and a which is six by 60 of course dude that is is that not like that's a CAO, cao blend typical <laughs> fucking CAO? <laughs> a- like didn't you want to get away from the cao shit and then you come out with three vitolas that are like historically 100% cao vitolas like really, he is the master blend what now here's the thing now i'm not gonna lie i like the logo i do like the logo and i like the colors looks like an anchor it's pretty cool now here's the thing are we not just gonna get a bunch of shit again I hope not. Do we think that's what's going to happen? Like, let me ask you this question. Are you interested in this cigar? I'm interested in seeing um,
1: if it's not the player, but it's the actual team. Mm, like, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a lot of great players on teams that don't perform well. Maybe it's bad chemistry. The Lakers this year. Lakers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's the head coach yeah. is a prick. Right? That's a good point. So, I'm hoping, maybe by switching teams, or going to a different team. Right. Maybe there's some reinvigoration, for one. But two, we actually get to see that player shine with a team that is also equally as good and supportive to their roles.
0: Yeah, maybe. But then also, maybe not. I mean, part of I, me. I don't know. It's like. In my head, here's what I think. I think, okay, you've been with CAO for an extended period of time. You have access to literally any tobacco you could ever want via CAO, powerhouse organization. You could blend with literally and buy literally anything that you want. Now, were there certain constraints, there's certain cost variances that we don't know about? Sure, maybe. There's probably other aspects to it we don't understand. But really, if you think about it as a whole, you had more access to tobacco than most people ever would, Mm -hmm. right? And all the money in the world to buy it. And you still make a bunch of shit. How is this going to be any different? Dude, objectively, CAO cigars for the past fucking six, seven, eight, nine years have been awful across the board. They're all fucking gimmicky. You put a bunch of fucking dice in the goddamn thing. You make it look like a goddamn car engine. You do all this fucking shit. You bring the vision back, which was the smartest move you could have ever made. Bestest, best cigar ever. Fucking vision. Always in my heart. Always 2020. Love the vision. Everything else is just absolute fucking trash. And it's almost like they know it. It's like, listen, we're going to buy. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to buy the cheap tobacco. Right? We're going to buy the cheapest tobacco. We're going to roll these for 50 cents. We're going to sell them for $8. People think they're going to get a deal on this. We're going to make it a really fucking obnoxious large Vitola. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to call it Bones. And we're going to put a couple dice in the box. And it's going to sell like hotcakes.
1: I have a. I have a... A terrible relational analogy for CAO in, in, in the form of another industry. But don't you kind of feel like CAO is big, right? Yeah. But not that great. Yeah. So part of me is like, isn't CAO like the value brand Walmart of the cigar industry? I mean, kind cheap, of. Cheap prices, you know, pumping out products at affordable prices. You know, you could go to you could go to CAO Walmart and get yourself some smokes, or you could go to like a Kroger or like a Whole Foods and get yourself something,
0: yeah, a little bit better. Maybe, maybe. I think it's more. I think they're trying. I think the whole thing is they're trying not to be a value brand. <laughs> and they're trying to be an awesome brand and just keep fucking falling short.
1: Well, you got to change the prices. <laughs> It's that's just, what hey that's yeah. what every premium cigar brand does hey it don't matter if it's good just check off the prices yeah. make it a 20 dollars stick
0: yeah that's a good point <laughs>
1: that work, that I works for so, half of the other brands so
0: i just think i don't know it's so strange to me like if you couldn't have gotten it done at cao Maybe, and again, maybe there's something we don't know. Maybe Rick Rodriguez is like, finally, I have creative control. I've got my own company now. I know what tobaccos to work with. I know what to give the people. (laughs) Because it may be, it's like, hey, I'm this, I liken it to like, hey, I'm a wonderful chef. I, French-inspired chef, French-taught chef. I know how to make all all the best things in the world. But the place I work gives me shitty ingredients. I can only do so much.
1: Or board meeting at CAO, you know, at the top of a, a skyrise building at the hundredth level, hundredth floor, and he goes in it's there. It's not GM. Rick goes in there with a presentation. He's like, This year I've created a masterpiece. I shall call it Bones. And he presents <laughs> it. He presents it to the board of CAO.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rolls Dice on the table. <laughs> Who's going to bet against me? <laughs> and, the, and he goes, sixes. Walks out. Just walks or, out of the room.
1: It could be like that. Or maybe he goes in there with the most phenomenal thing. Truly. He goes in there with a fucking banger.
0: And they just. And they, they, and just, and they
1: smoke and like, you know what, Rick?
0: They rework it.
1: This is fucking great. But. but right. We really got to stick to that $7, $8 range.
0: Yeah. And so, also, let's make it. Let's make it. Uh, let's put a gimmick by it. Like let's do an extra a marketing push on it. Yeah. Let's make. Let's give something else to the customer.
1: Yeah. He's he's like in this blend. I'm going back to my roots and my heritage. And you know what? We're gonna roll on that. How about we call it the Tree of Life? <laughs> <laughs> Rick's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just a boardroom of marketing dummies. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's kind of like uh, you always hear those tales of people who start like sitcoms yep. and then they get butchered by executives. 100%. And, and, they, and, you know, the a show and or a special is made based upon the knowledge and, and the experience and the writing capability and the comedic value of the person who wants to start the show. But then you get other people who want to insert their own ideas in it 100%. and it morphs into something different. Maybe that's what happens at CAO yep. or in the cigar world in general. Yeah, yeah, like Rick comes in. He goes, listen, guys, I've got it. I know what's going to take us to the top. And then they just peel it a fucking apart, <laughs> throw yeah. it away. And then you come up with this fucking monstrosity called the Amazon or Anaconda.
1: <laughs> exactly. like, it's a great idea. Let's just make some tweaks to it. But like at the end, it's not even recognizable to the original. Not idea. even
0: a, not even the same. Bl- someone just actually re-blends it <laughs> completely. They're like, but what if we used... An Indonesian binder. And he goes, but that changes the blend. They're like, but. Like,
1: <laughs> it's like, this This time I'm going with a, a Nicaragua Puro. You know what? That's a great idea. Let's go with that. How about we change the binder to Indonesian?
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, wasn't that not make it a Nicaragua Puro? No. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't ask, don't tell is that part of this industry. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. I'm actually... Like everything else, I'm curious, What's which skeptical? makes me want it. Yeah. Oh, I'm very skeptical. Yeah. Oh, I'm very skeptical. Um, Drew Estate announces the Nico Rustica Adobe. Um, they actually came out. I think they announced this at one of their barn burner shows. And I got to admit, I like it. I like the look of it. I don't like the cigar because I haven't had it yet. But the look's kind of cool. Now, the the original Nico Rustica is like Drew Estate's premium cigar, but at a value price. That's it's, what. yeah. It's not like here's a bunch of acids. It's not Norteno. It's not the Herrera Esteli. It's definitely not Liga. It's like, you can buy the cigar for $7 and by the way, it's going to be really good. The Nicaristica is actually a very good cigar. The original. The Adobe is the new one that came out and I like the look of it. I think it looks cool. It's a nice look. I kind of like the look. I like that color. You know what? I think it's the color more than anything. So it's Ecuadorian Habana wrapper, Brazilian binder, and fillers from Nicaragua. Saying, company saying that the blend Called spicier than the original Nico Rustica, which now you've lost. Now I don't care. Actually, but look at the pricing. So you have the Robusto at 5x54. So it's actually a pretty stout wow. Robusto, 5.20 a piece. You've got the Toro, 6x52, 5.76 a piece. And then you have the Gordo, 6x60 at $6.48 a piece. It really is a value cigar. And I thought the original Nica Rustica is pretty fucking good. So I'm curious to see if this one does have a little bit more beef to it what do you like a little bit more spice it'd be interesting to see how it uh, how it plays out what do you like better gigante or gordo gordo yeah because gigante just sounds spanish i guess gordo is too for giant it's just two on the nose with the giant thing yeah gordo just sounds like a fat guy yeah like see all fat gordo over there <laughs> sitting in his wheelchair <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i, I think gordo Unless you hear Gordo more, so just an association with cigars, it's um it's said more often, I believe. I'm interested. I am too. I'm really interested in the cigar a lot. Actually, I was kind of hoping I could find them somewhere around here. I'm probably going to just search for them a little bit more, which is okay. I don't mind searching for stuff. Um, but you know, I'm not going to like scour the earth for those things. Um, and it's mostly because there's not been that like too many great releases out. You think? I mean, here's the reality. We're getting really close to um, PCA, like it's coming up. And some people have announced some PCA exclusives, PCA specials, but not really coming out hard and heavy with like, this is like a brand new blend we're bringing to the market. Again, and I said this, in terms of consistency and bringing out brands, Crown Head seems to be one that just kind of like is always hitting something from month to month. Mm-hmm. That's significant. Everybody else, it's a Vitola change or it's a reintroduction of a special cigar they came out with a couple years ago, or whatever it may be but nothing that just is hitting the market that I see to be like super meaningful. I wonder there if- There just isn't a lot. I wonder if it's strategic. I don't know, but I haven't really seen it like this before. I mean, you can you can make that argument like PCA is always that strategic timeframe of which people announce things at the shows and then what? It usually like a month or two will go by and then they start hitting shelves. So usually like the September timeframe on that like the outside of PCA. So you'll probably get some of that, but like even just- the first part of this year has been fairly lackluster well part of me also thinks like I think about sales and I could be completely wrong and there's
1: staples to every brand right there's there's cigars that like continually sell every year, yeah but for most of them they don't i don't yeah. think they do, but they make a shit ton of them so I wonder what the with the industry switch to the subscription models where you like get that cigar, maybe like once in a blue moon, but you're never buying yeah. boxes unless you're going to like a freaking humidor or a
0: lounge, right?
1: Maybe they're just, maybe everybody's going by the limited release model.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, I am. I do get a sense of that. I think that's like where Pravada just like gets on their high horse as far as like we started this industry trend to give you, exclusive things that can't get anywhere else, the best tobacco around, all limited production, blah, 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 that whole thing. And then you do see some, some people are already doing that. Brands were already doing that, but subscription based models were not doing that. Like brands are doing that kind of on their own. Like that's all Viaje is. That's all they've ever been. And some other brands have done the same thing. Like you do certain like exclusives. Um, I do think you are seeing more of that and I don't know if it's just to keep things fresh and new or whatever, or if it's just like the expiration of using different types of tobacco and not really over committing to one thing. Yeah. I'm not really sure what it is, but I I do agree with you. I do feel like I see that more, but you know what? Isn't it time just to have one fucking solid, awesome release from company? Like I haven't really been the most excited I've been about a cigar this year is the mule kick, the 2022 mule kick Mm. outside of that. I haven't been super excited about anything else that's released. There's just been nothing that's on the horizon where I'm like, got to get my hands on that. Like just really hasn't been anything. I can't really recall anything worth noting. I mean, there's a bunch of shit that's come out, but like nothing that, you know, you, you look at and you're like, oh, fuck it. I mean, like you had like the H99 from Jewish state that finally hit the shelves. I think that was pretty big, but it was like that was announced years ago. So it kind of like died a little bit on the vine. And then people are like, oh, it's releasing in the stores. And everyone was happy again. But it's still kind of hard to get. But then you could still find it. Well, like That's that's kind of one I think had a lot of hype around it.
1: <laughs> the way I look at that, that release is like you're watching a huge wave come. Right? Mm-hmm. And that wave is consumer demand. And everybody's like, fucking, we're riding this one. And Drew Estate's like, yeah, we're going to jump on this and fucking throw out this fucking killer of a surfboard, H99. <laughs> and they don't. Yeah. And the rave just, just the wave going. just keeps going. Yeah. And then it like kind of crashes. And then it like kind of re-swells, but it's already too shallow of water. And then the H99 is no longer this pro surfer back past the reef. It's like this little six-year-old child on a bodyboard and he's just <laughs> taking a three-foot swell. You know what I'm saying? Like, they missed the wave of consumer interest.
0: (laughs) Yeah, oh, for sure. I do think it sounds like it's a great cigar, but I do believe that consumer interest probably died with that one a little (laughs) bit. Yeah, I agree. Um, J.C. Newman sues Cuban stock over the American trademark infringement. Now, J.C. Newman has had the American out, and they've had trademark infringement. Uh, for the use of that name since 2016, but it's been a part of the JC Newman heritage for a hundred years. Wow. This happened quickly, but then another organization of course comes in and says, now nah, we're, which is kind of ironic because it's Cuban. called Cuban stock and they made a cigar called <laughs> the American. So that's funny. Um, yeah. So they came out with a cigar called the American. Obviously they don't really aesthetically look um, similar at all, but of course the naming rights of, is why JC Newman is suing. Um, so now there's a lawsuit underway for a company that, quite frankly, not JC Newman. The other company, no one cares about. Uh, I, I mean, mean we, we, have you a, a, any interest in this cigar, Chris, at all? I mean, it Cuban looks talk. Do you care?
1: Very American. And if it's and if it has
0: like the made in America, I don't think it was even made in America. That's the funny thing. <laughs> I, I still, again, I think the name is ironic and hilarious, but. Yeah, I'm not like I look at it and go, eh, I don't care. I just
1: like the irony of any product that has a name that shows pride for any particular nation. And then it says made by another country entirely. There you
0: go. (laughs) Cuban stock produces cigars. It's in the Dominican Republic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, And I got it the American. I just find it ironic. Yeah, I, I could almost guarantee... J.C. Newman wins that hands down. Yeah. like It's going to be one of those things where they're just going to be like, all right, we're going to just stop making it, rename it. We'll take the same blend. We'll repurpose it, something else. But I have to imagine J.C. Newman is going to be the winner.
1: Fucking George Washington, God rest his soul, if he was still here, would have a fucking few words to say about with his wooden teeth.
0: (laughs) He would. Come in going like this. (laughs) Dude, wooden teeth would be cool. Because you imagine uh, the people who uh, click their teeth together when they sleep. Oh, yeah. What that would sound like. Yeah. Just at night, you would just hear like... Yeah. And just wooden teeth. Just you know my smacking. biggest
1: fear of having wooden teeth are?
0: Falling Splinters. A- falling asleep
1: and waking up with termites. Or <laughs> you got a fucking woodpecker in your
0: face fucking
1: <laughs> pecking at your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch out for those woodpeckers getting in your house.
0: (laughs) Kind of watch them. You gotta really watch those woodpeckers getting in your house at all times. Um, There's all this like PCA, dude. And I just listen. I'm tired. I just don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) Like I don't give a shit anymore about these cigars. If I find something that hits the shelves that tickles my fucking fancy, I'm gonna go smoke it. But half this shit I see, I'm just like, don't care. Move it along, don't care, go fuck yourself, don't care. All a gimmick, don't care. Eat my asshole. There's so much of it. Oh, this is one that caught my attention. The Alec Bradley double broadleaf. What, what what? So it's got binder a bro- and wrapper binder and wrapper are both broadleaf, um, but the wrapper, or sorry, the binder that they use, I believe, is a seed that they grew in Honduras. Hmm. So then it's a Honduran broadleaf, not a Connecticut broadleaf, not a Pennsylvania broadleaf, but a Honduran broadleaf to add a different element to the cigar, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it like is. that's one where I'm like, all right, because that's a got my attention a strong style of tobacco. Plus, I think Alec Bradley, they've put some really good Honduran tobaccos in their cigar. So this one could be garbage. I don't know. We'll see. but. I am super intrigued by it because there are some blends. You know, I was like, I always say the more shit you throw in there, it could either be really exceptionally good or really, really bad. Yeah. This could be one of those ones where you start fucking with things a little bit. Yeah. That who knows, soil composition with the the seed varietal, like what's going to happen? Could turn out to be garbage, but not many of them pull that off. It could be really awesome. And I applaud them for coming out with something pretty unique. See, this one caught my attention. Like, yeah. this is one where I was like,
1: oh. What is it? The. I'm in. League of Nine has 11 or nine herbs and spices.
0: <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. <gasps> yeah. And then there's a bunch of other. Dude, you
2: Christoph know, going, going to
0: something. Going to PCA. Who cares? Oh, <laughs> camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, There are so many new cigar brands. I don't even know if they're new. I've just never heard of them, which you'd think is somewhat impossible, the fact that we've been doing this for such a long time. And I go, who the fuck is that? Like, Who is that? Oh yeah, Cigar Association of America launches portal for comment on FDA's proposed flavor cigar ban. No one cares. The only people that are gonna comment are the people that are a bunch of fucking losers. And they sit behind their keyboards all day. And they masturbate to cigars all day. That's all it's gonna be. No one gives a fuck. Dude, I'm just like, I'm
1: tired. I'm sweaty. I remember when Skip made that proposal to us several years ago about what um like doing our part
0: oh yeah yeah and there was like of... an online form
1: where you yeah get... no i did i so signed it was, up as the like, cra easy. or whatever yeah,
0: yeah 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 they give me a couple really shitty cigars every fucking year and then i was like i'm not subscribing to this again they're like fight the good fight and i'm like will you give me better cigars and i will <laughs> it's like a cigar international shark uh, cigar dude, they're, no they're like they're rocky like secondhand rocky patel garbage uh. That they put their fucking logo on. Dude, it's just like... Wasn't $35 I appreciate, a year? I appreciate... I forget what it was. I got like a little keychain thing. That was fun. Um, I just like... I don't know. I, I love and respect and admire the advocacy around... Obviously around cigars. Obviously. But like some of it is just like... Oh, let's create a comment page. Why don't you go fuck yourself? Why don't you do something fucking meaningful that actually people are going to fucking care about? Oh, let's write a comment page so we can all fucking circle jerk. And just have a fucking stupid dialogue on the internet. Fuck off. Do something meaningful. Am I, am I ignorant in, in thinking
1: that while I do commend anybody who can rally his support to be defenders and ambassadors of the industry, to speak to Capitol Hill, you know, I'm just a bill, just a lonely old bill,
0: and I'm sitting
1: here on Capitol Hill. <laughs> you have like five seconds to finish this
0: thought. I'm going to break. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll finish myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll be back to you guys in just a minute. Hang tight.
1: You know, I'm getting to the point now, my age, my health, the fact that, you know, I've become, I've gotten all this social anxiety that I don't even want to leave my house anymore. The thing is, like, I still want to smoke cigars at home. But I
0: sure as shit do not want to leave my home. Yeah, well, you're perpetually sick, so there's I'm a societal responsibility that you have as well.
1: I just wish there was like some way for me to like buy
0: cigars without having to think about it. I think I have the medicine for you. Mm. My cigar pack curated packs come straight to your door every single month. Is it five pack of cigars, specially handpicked for you? And you can also subscribe to the Factory Direct program and get cigars that you can't get anywhere else.
1: Yeah, as long as it covers the Omnicom variant, I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard the shop and hazmat suits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to make sure that safety and protection are at top of mind. That's so good. you can visit My Cigar Pack, www.mycigarpack.com just for all their options. Again, that's www.mycigarpack.com. All right, we're back, God, I'm sweating like the dickens. anyways,
1: my point was this yeah, maybe I'm ignorant with this idea, but while I do support maybe I'm ignorant I do support the effort to uh be voices in legislation on behalf of the cigar industry and doing so by supporting monetarily because that's really what this is about yeah, but at the same time, am I wrong in thinking that the best way to show the viability of the industry is to continue to
0: buy product. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that is correct. Am I ignorant or am I, you think I'm? that's more? No, that's a, that's a telling thing. I mean, you're going to have to fight the people who don't understand. But yeah, ultimately, yes. I think it's interesting, though, that it's like, oh, what can we do that's meaningful that people will rally around? Let's set up a comment page so people can get their words out off that is such a dumb fucking idea and now people are gonna to listen to this go have you come up with something better no i haven't because i don't give a fuck
1: that's <laughs> well, why well i just i just think for a second like is there an industry in this in this nation that generates an equivalent two billion dollars ish or four billion dollars or whatever the hell it is ain't that much that the government just shut just just decided to shut down because of any belief that it's taboo, bad for your health, morally wrong. Have they ever just hmm. put the fucking guillotine to any industry of that particular size, or have they just taxed it more?
0: Yeah. Usually, just tax it more. So it's like then that's all it is. It's just money play. We've talked about this before. It that's all it is is that any sort of regulatory thing that goes into place is all about how can we, how can we extract more money yeah. or how do we create a perception that we care without actually killing the actually killing the industry? You know what they should tax more? Porn. I mean, they probably already do. Really, for being honest, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know which porn text. Anyway, um, let's get on to some funny fucking news because this is hilarious. We're going to listen to this real quick. Um, so, Rep Greg Stubbe. <laughs> a little fucking stu. Here we go. Fucking stupid Stubbe again. Getting on, getting on camera. Flashes three different guns during house guns control hearing. Um, obviously, this comes on the outside of the school shooting in Texas, um, which is horrible fucking news. I think we were on vacation when that happened. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, Um, super fucking sad. It really is a tragedy. So then, of course, again, you have the whole gun rights um, commentary from both sides that occurs. You have the people defending um, the right to bear arms and to have guns and then those that wish they were abolished. There's not a whole lot of people that fall in the middle. There's some people that fall in the middle. I'm probably closer to the middle on it where I'm like, it's not about abolishing or not having guns. It's about making sure we're doing the right things to lessen the likelihood that somebody who's suffering from a mental illness has access to firearms. Mm -hmm. So there's things that I think as a nation we can certainly start on. Nothing really has had any movement in the recent like 20 years. And I'm not going to get into a debate around what is the actual issue. Obviously, it's a weapon that can be used to kill people. So this Senate hearing was essentially around like, okay, this particular Republican – is saying, "This is this is my right to bear arms. This is the firearm. There's a regulatory process, or there's um, some conditions that are going into place that would lessen, like the clip amount." And he articulates that in the video. So we're we'll listen to it real quick, um, so you guys can hear what he says. The the ending is the funniest part for sure.
2: One round magazine. This gun would be banned. Here's a here's a twelve round magazine. This magazine would be banned under this current bill. It doesn't fit because this gun was made for a 20 round, 21 round magazine. This gun would be banned under this bill. Here's a Sig Sauer 320. It takes a 20 round magazine. Takes a 20 round magazine. Here's a 12 round magazine that would be banned. It doesn't fit because it would be banned. This gun would be banned under this bill. Here's a gun I carry every single day to protect myself, my family, my wife, my home. This is a XL Six Hour P365. Comes with a 15 round magazine. Here's a seven round magazine, which would be less than what would be lawful under this bill if this bill were to become law. It doesn't fit. So this gun would be banned. I hope the the gun
1: is not loaded.
2: I'm at my house. I can do whatever I want with my guns. (laughs) Got
0: him. Um, I hope that gun not loaded. Now, that is pretty funny, and he is right, so that's why that makes that funny. Yeah. It's like, dude, he's yeah, he's obviously familiar with guns. Although, when he dropped that magazine there the first time, I was like, whoa, <laughs> settle down there. <laughs> um, I thought it, the video was hilarious, but of course, he's trying to articulate that the new bill will limit the clip size. Meaning that if the clip size is a lesser size, that it won't fit in any firearm that is of course, meant to hold more rounds, Mm. which of course he's correct. Unless somebody comes out with like an extended clip that you could actually, like maybe part of it is hollow or maybe part of it doesn't hold rounds that still extends up up through it, which they will do. Yeah, They're not going to get rid of the firearm. They're just going to change the clip and it's just going to be an extended clip that only holds a certain amount and the rest of it will be dead space. Yeah, that's probably what would happen, but brings up a good point. It's like all that stuff then becomes illegal Right off the bat, and it's like, then what happens? Think, think about how many firearms I've got. Mm-hmm. All of them hold more than twelve rounds. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have one firearm that doesn't. Actually, my pistols, or sorry, my revolvers don't. Yeah, you got your. They're all six.
1: You got your like, you got your under the sleeve shooter with the spring loaded.
0: Yeah, my little Derringer. It's like, <laughs> a couple twenty twos <laughs> that come out of it. Um, yeah, so it's like, and, and they're trying. You know, the Senate Congress is like trying to like pass this really fast so people can't. It's kind of one of those things it's like get in and, get, get in on in. their Hurt, emotion. Hurt, Go, 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 go um, to get the regulation and to get the things changed. And this guy is essentially saying, like, this is what it means if you do this. I thought the video was just funny. Honestly, the end of the video was definitely the funniest part. I was like, sir, I hope that that <laughs> gun is <are> not, <laughs> not loaded. And he's like, I'm in my house. I can do whatever I want with my guns. And I was like, damn, Skippy. Um, I thought this was really funny. <laughs> The headline to this is hilarious. Manager of hand gets town's COVID funds and mis- by mistake and gambles it away.
1: <laughs> How is that possible?
0: I have no idea. Suspect allegedly admitted to spending most of $360,000. He was accidentally sent and reportedly refused request to return the money to the town it was meant <laughs> for. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So, Xiao not Why do I use the Asian accent? Can I just say Xiao Tangji? Can I do uh, that without saying the Asian accent? Gu- I think it's Taguchi. Oh, Shou Taguchi. Yeah, um, a twenty-four-year-old, a twenty-four-year-old jobless resident in the town of Abu well, in western of Japan was arrested on Wednesday. <laughs> <He's> a- <laughs> Yamaguchi. <laughs> what is that? Oh, yam- The Yamaguchi police. <gasps> they have police called Yamaguchi police. That is fucking awesome. Well, this story just keeps getting better, doesn't it? Um yeah so police said Thursday admitted to spending most of the 46.3 million yen which is $360,000 of taxpayers money on gambling. <laughs> uh, only 68,000 yen $530 is left in the bank account after he withdrew the money 34 times in just over 10 days after the town made a mistake. <gasps> now what's really funny about this is did you watch Squid Games? No. So it's not Japan it's obviously it's Korean. However, the main character in Squid Games also is basically broke and jobless, but mm-hmm. has like a gambling problem. And so that's, that's why, why he goes there. through like Squid, yeah. Squid Games is try to like to make recoup money. the money. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this is just I mean, it's COVID games, but it's. Ironically, like a weird <laughs> similar concept, I think it's so fucking funny, though, that like the best part about it is like he didn't just get three hundred sixty thousand dollars and go, oh, my God. The best part is that the government actually said, "Hey, we, we made a mistake. Back. We need that back." And he's just like, "Nah. Nah, nah I'm good." <laughs> like like you're gonna run from the law. Like you're just go- like it's magically gonna Listen, disappear.
1: If he wanted to get out of prison, he should have said, "I tried to gamble to double
0: it." That's <laughs> what so I was gonna say. "I wonder if his intention was I will make I'll more than the 360,000 and I can get the difference."
1: I'll double your money. <laughs>
0: that's I just, what i did for the town
1: i just want 25 percent of it
0: god that would be so fucking funny that'd be so funny dude the whole gambling addiction is fucking real when you take three hundred sixty thousand dollars of the government's money and go you know what i think it's a good idea
1: it's like here's all these pharmacy here's these dollars to go to our pharmaceutical needs for anybody who has a covid oh. ailment or is in hospital somewhere he's
0: going hmm Save lives or save lives, make money. Make money. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I respect it. And you know the motherfucker Dewey's going to jail too. You know for a fact he's like, I'm definitely going down How hard for this. He? But 26? it's gonna be like 24.
1: <laughs> of course not.
0: Oh, it's so great,
1: dude. He's jobless. It's
0: so great. Yeah, he's <laughs> jo- Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do in Japan? You know what I would have done? Dude, this is what I would have done. Power move on his part. Go to another location. They're sending him letters. Obviously, they have a phone number on there. Calls the phone number. goes, you want your money back. You got to pay me interest on it. You don't know where I'm at right now. I'm happy to give it back. If you wire me X amount of dollars, I'll give you the $360,000 back. Otherwise, you're never going to find me. Yeah. And you're never going to get your money. Oh, my God. That would be a killer idea. I don't That's know. That's a better idea than going to the fucking casino and gambling that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Because that you see how that turned out for him. Not favorable. Um, What's the next one? Oh, no, I deleted it. Oh, no. Oh, this is my favorite one anyway. Here we go. Dolphins recognize each other by tasting one another's urine. Hmm. So these scientists started doing this experiment. Um, now, here's the thing. Dolphins can't smell. They have no smell receptors. So the only way you could recognize another dolphin (laughs) is by licking their pee. -pee. Okay. So they found out through a series of tests, and it was one research facility working with another, and they experimented bottlenose dolphins, that if they were to take the urine and or other matter, uh, like fecal matter, from the bottlenose dolphin, one that's familiar, dolphin that they already know, and either they're part of their family or a swim mate or whatever, a friend dolphin, dolphins, they probably have friends, right? Dolphins are smart. They probably have friends. Yeah. They probably make friends. That the, if they were to take a sample of a familiar dolphin's urine versus a non-familiar dolphin's urine, every single time they would go towards and they would lick the familiar dolphin's urine. And it would like excite them and the whole thing, right? Yeah. So they kept doing the experiment and then they started going, okay, well, let's take it a little further. Let's get like bring family in. Let's like closer knit dolphin family. And they started to see that the results were like, it was like exponentially more the closer they were with the family. So now instead of dolphins just using the, you know, the, yeah, like the weird fucking chirp noises. Now they're saying that there's a way for them to familiarize each other through their pee pee which I think is super cool. I don't know. Now, how do you start on that experiment? That's the thing that I wanted to know. It's like, how do you start? Like, how do you find that out?
1: When you're intimately around someone that you're friends with or that your family's with, it don't matter if you're in a crowd. You can pick them out because they look visually different, right? Yeah. Is a dolphin's appearance so greatly similar in their own species, that they can't tell the difference apart between that dolphin looking like that dolphin and that dolphin looking like that dolphin.
0: I don't know, dude. Dolphins look pretty fucking familiar to me when I look but at them. But it's because we're not around them all the time. So it's like. Do you think they look at us and go, look at all those idiots that look exactly they like, the same? Exactly. Do you think so, though? I mean, think about us when. But well, what if I'm next to an Asian? Like, yeah. But here's the you thing. think so? If I'm standing next to an Asian or a black guy, like a dolphin's gonna be like, you look, you guys look identical. No, I mean, by like same
1: species, like same, same, um, same ethnicities, like it. Sometimes it's hard. Did you
0: say methnicities?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ethnicity. All I'm saying is this. Yeah. It seems odd to me, unless they got really piss poor vision. Yeah. That they can't visually tell their own species apart.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying from a communications perspective. Mm. Tom was here. This is basically like, hey, Lucy's around. Like me, Lucy's close. Me, caption. Yeah, just pees in the water and it's like, know, oh, Lucy's close. I know I Tom was her. here. I
1: knew you were cheating on me. Now,
0: you know what, though? <laughs> there is something to be said for this because when I was in high school and I was dating, I used to pee in my girlfriend's mouths mm. um, as a means to familiarize myself with them. Mm-hmm. So I think really... Because now it's a multi-species thing, that there's probably something very natural about it.
1: I just love a girlfriend that has my pee musk in her mouth.
0: (laughs) You ever date anyone who's just like piss on me? Because I'm like... Seriously, hey, you didn't answer my question. Have you ever dated a girl who at any point just goes, will you piss on me? Nope. Really? Huh. All right. I thought I was peed on. Do you know squirting's not a real thing? Yeah, no, they're peeing on. Me. It's just pee. Yeah, it's just Un- pee. Uncontrollable pee. Yeah, I hate that. There's like squirting videos, like some magical liquid comes out of a girl if she fucking rubs herself nope. too long. No, it's just urine. Hey guys, you're getting peed on. Yep. They're peeing on you. They're Un- doing what this fucking dolphin's doing. Uncontrollable pee spasm. Yep, for sure.
1: Um, like if you tickled me hard enough, I would shit. It doesn't mean what if you called that a porn thing. It doesn't mean what's coming out of my butt. it's like it's not shit. You're like it's it's
0: not chocolate. chocolate. Like it's not shit. That's shit. No, it's not. It's not shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The whole it's like no one ever if you actually believe squirting was a thing, you're a fucking moron. Everybody knew that was pee. When I orgasm, that brown shit coming out of my butt ain't fucking brownies. That's shit still. (laughs) Still It's still shit. (laughs) Still smells like shit, (laughs) looks like shit, and feels like (laughs) shit. (laughs) And for some, tastes like shit.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: If you're familiar with shit. Yeah. Um, This I thought was really funny. Um, Nope. That's not the one. We just read that one. (laughs) I thought I was going (laughs) to say the dolphin recognizes the queen of England. (laughs) I fucking love this because it's such a power move. Florida man arrested after reporting asking 911 to arrest Joe Biden. (laughs) He he called multiple times asking the police to arrest Joe Biden and also to release El Chapo. Now, the dispatcher said, sir, this is non-emergency related call. We need to ask you to stop doing this. And he did it again. And they're like, sir, this is not an emergency call. You need to stop doing this. I'm warning you. We will arrest you. And he called again and did it again. So then they dispatched police to go pick him up. And why? They (laughs) literally, as they were knocking the door, he was back (laughs) on the phone. Of Of course he was. They arrested him mid call. He called for the fourth time. (laughs) <laughs> he was on the phone. <laughs> he, was, he was calling 911 again to tell him to arrest Joe that's Biden so as the funny. police showed up. Dude, I'm sorry, but that's fucking hilarious. I know for some people, like, that's just stupid. Why would you do that? That's fucking funny. That's it's funny too because they only hit him with a $150 fine. To me, totally fucking worth it. If I knew I could call Butler County Police Department <laughs> right now and go, "You need to arrest Joe Biden and release sell Chapo," and I do it four <laughs> times, and they say, "I want to, we're going to come arrest you if you don't stop calling," and I get away with a hundred fifty dollar fine, the night was worth it. The yeah. story alone is worth one hundred fifty bucks. Oh, I'll yeah. even tip them. I'll be like, "Here's one hundred seventy five. Thanks for being good sports." <laughs> yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. If you think
1: about it, that cost is literally the cost of like an hourly rate. Of two
0: police officers, pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and, the and whatever the fucking phone bill, or, yeah. yeah, all that, yeah, the arrest paperwork. Which could you imagine? You because here's the thing: if you're a police officer in Florida, you're probably like, you know, and I'm kind of with him, <laughs> I'm kind of with this guy, but we still have to arrest him. <laughs> They're probably like, listen, we understand what you're saying, we're with you. I just, imagine, but you gotta stop doing I just this.
1: imagine a whole fucking precinct of police officers and they literally hear it. It's like, well, it ain't wrong.
0: Yeah, it ain't wrong. Like, listen, dude, you know that people at that police were laughing their asses oh, off. Yeah. Like, this dude's hilarious. They've, and there was probably some there like, don't arrest him. Like, it's fucking like, listen, we're just going to go talk to him. We'll make sure that he doesn't fucking yeah, call again. Sure. We're not going to arrest him because it is fucking funny. Now here's the thing. It's not because it's just Joe Biden. It could be fucking Donald Trump. I think it equally is funny. <laughs> the fact that he says arrest Joe Biden and also release, also release El Chapo is so fucking random. <laughs>
1: it's way random.
0: Oh my God. I thought that one was really funny. It's the stupid stories like this that make me laugh the most. Dumb shit like this. I literally I laugh so hard at when I when I read this article earlier, I was nonstop laughing. I thought it was so funny. Just because. You can place yourself in the shoes of somebody who's doing that and or has to be like, what I do is like, my mind always goes to what if I was a police officer? What if I was a dispatch person? What if I was the person calling? What if I was the neighbor? Like, what if I was all these people in this funny, hilarious story? And it's so funny when you think about potential other perspectives, you laugh your fucking ass off. They're hilarious, dude. Dude, I love that one. What if they showed
1: up to his house? And on the front lawn, it said, vote Biden. And people are like, oh, these officers are like, oh, shit. Because they probably like it. He's crazy. And they go in his house. And he's got TVs on in every room of nothing but Biden's slurry of non-coherent speeches going at the same time. And all of his family pictures are of his family. But he cut out paste like the faces of, like, of Biden and just put him on every single one of his family
0: members' heads. That'd be worrisome. <laughs> That'd be pretty worrisome. That'd be a little worrisome. <laughs> That'd be worrisome. Um, so we haven't had a podcast in a couple weeks. I was curious, um, what you smoked over the course of two weeks. Mm. Anything new? Anything favorable?
1: Um, yeah, I think so. I went back to an LFD kick.
0: Mm. That's a good place to go back to.
1: Yeah, I did the Colorado. Oh, yeah,
0: the Colorado Skiro. Um, what a great cigar.
1: I did the Airbender. Also a great cigar. I did that big fucking double harrow chisel thing. Gross.
0: Nope.
1: I know you didn't too like it. Too much disgusting. I did it. Horrible cigar. I smoked it for two hours, and I was like, you know what? I kind of like it.
0: <laughs> Ugh, no. Oh, it's too much. It's just too much.
1: Um. Let's see. What else did I get? What else did I get? I've been smoking tatuajes too. Mm, nice, all of the great choices.
0: Um, yeah, I feel myself getting back onto a tat kit because I smoked one yesterday, and I was like, mm, "Oh,
1: this is so good."
0: Yeah. Um, I smoked the Cerberus. That's Guardian the, the Ag- It's the Agrenorsa. Yeah, the new one. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Decent. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I asked, I asked Kale if he liked the artwork because he's real big into like uh demon dogs? Greek mm-hmm. mythology. And I was like, "Hey, do you like this? This is a Cerberus. Like, it protects the underworld, protects the gates of the underworld." He's like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." I was like, "Well, your
0: uncle hates it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I think it's stupid. It's over. Yeah, um, it's just because they made him look so dumb. There's it's supposed to be a Neapolitan Mastiff or yeah. at least a Cane Corso. Technically a Neapolitan, but like, don't make him look like wolves. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Uh, what else? I got that Agronorsa I, I want to smoke."
1: And that Lancero, Lancero I, I've never yeah. seen it before, people. I saw an Agronorsa limited release, I think it is, and it's a Lancero. And I'm like, I've never seen them with a the Lancero.
0: Yeah. God, I don't think I have either. At least I haven't smoked one, which is weird. <sighs>
1: yeah. I'm not uh, a
0: huge Lancero. F- I, I, you know what? It's weird. I do like Lanceros, but it depends on the cigar. Like, there's certain Lanceros that I really like. Like the Espinosa, um, uh, the second Laranja. Is it just the Laranja Reserva? Yeah. 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 That Cigar in the Lancero is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But then there's other cigars and the Dreamer. I like the Luciano Dreamer. The That's, Luciano Dreamer I don't even. Awesome. I've had it in some of the other Vitolas, the new ones that they came out with, and I don't like nearly as much. The Lancero is the, the Lancero fucking awesome. It was like perfectly blended for that Vitola. It's super good. Really good cigar. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of that. Uh, I
1: was smoking foundations. Oh, nice. I mainly cheapified. I mean, smoke a lot of
0: Charter Oaks. The Charter Oaks. Yeah, but those are good. That's a great cigar. And like the Petite Coronas. Such a good value cigar. Those are really fantastic. Um, Those are good choices. Court reserves. Mm, Yeah. Bargain bin, man. General Jim's can't beat it. Which is the best. People have no clue. (laughs) They have no clue. I've told a couple people that bargain bin, I really got to stop doing that. Because now I have, there's certain people I know who live around here that go and hit up that fucking bargain bin. Yeah. And they take all the goodies. Yeah. So I got to stop telling people. Well, they got plenty of these weird rocket Patels that I'll never buy in there. Yeah. But dude, they've had some like good hitters in yeah. there. They've really like, you can, you can dip your, you can dip your little tootsies in that bargain bin yeah, and find some sure. good stuff.
1: Mm, what else?
0: Have you been smoking every day? Pretty much. Yeah. Because I haven't seen you in literally two weeks. I know. Yeah. Almost every day. Been a long time. I'm actually supposed to be gone right now. Really? Yeah, but, you know, someone got COVID, so we couldn't go fishing. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> so, right. That's yeah. right. I, was, like, literally would be gone right Dave, now. yeah. Yeah. Well, you said his name, but I didn't, but yeah. Well, his name's not Dave. Evod. <laughs> Evod. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, I just said
1: his name backwards. For, we know. For the audience. Yeah, we got it. Um.
0: Uh, uh, what else? Placentia. He's smoking bit. some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually I feel like when we're not around each other a lot, you start really dipping into the garbage. Smoke the rest of my pipe tobacco you gifted. Nice. You've been smoking pipe? Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't really smoked pipe at all. Mm-hmm. When it gets hot out, it's just not pipe weather. It's the same thing with bourbon. I don't drink bourbon. Bourbon and pipes go good together. Yeah. But it's from literally the months of like probably October to April. Yeah. And then when it's summer months, it's tequila and it's cigars. Yeah. Like I just, can't, I did, there's something in me that cannot light my pipe when it's hot out. It's a cold weather thing. It kind of is. Like, because I like holding it and it makes my hand warm and you just get that nice toastiness and yeah. the really good melded flavors. I just, it's just, it's like my brain can't, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't go pipe sounds good. Yeah. It goes cigar sounds good. Yeah. Tequila sounds good. Bourbon doesn't sound good. Pipe doesn't sound good. Yeah. I, I really have that. to go like with the seasons on it. Yeah, I did it when it was like rainy and humid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. If it was rainy and cold, that would be awesome. Yeah. It no. was like rainy and chilly. If it was like rainy and 60 degrees, that would be a good pipe. Nope. It was muggy as fuck. There's got to be a temperature variant um, and maybe even a time frame in the year. We're, we need, we need to make a hard defined find line. Mm-hmm. Like when does. When does cigar and tequila season begin and end, and where does pipe and bourbon and whiskey season begin and end? Interesting. Because last year, you know, I went on the I went on the bourbon trail, We and we went to Wild Turkey. It was the first place that we went, and it was for my birthday. You know when my birthday is. Mm-hmm. It's August 21st, mm-hmm. so it's hot. Very hot. And it's 10 o'clock in the morning, and I'm smoking a cigar and drinking bourbon on oh, this patio, so bad. and I'm sweating so bad. I'm literally dripping in sweat, yeah. and I'm like, this is, does not feel good.
1: There, yeah there's something about it when that nicotine rush hits you if you have an empty stomach
0: and you got especially ca- in the heat and you Oof. got caffeine in the heat man you get real just yeah i have, I have a hard time smoking cigars when it's really hot out yeah. unless i'm on a beach and there's a breeze or yeah. i can like stand in the water or whatever because yeah. we were smoking uh we were smoking on vacation and we had a pool at our airbnb it was a nice pool and i just basically sat in the pool the whole time and got burnt and it was fantastic. Sounds like drunk as shit. But I was smoking cigars just in the pool, <laughs> just yeah. like lounging in the pool. If I wasn't in the pool, it's 95 degrees, yeah. high, high humidity, sun blazing on you. It would feel like you would, it would make me sick. I believe this is too much. But when you're in the pool and it's nice yeah. and cool. Oh, my God, there's nothing better. It was like tequila on the side. And then I had cigars smoking it literally on this fucking raft, <laughs> just floating like a goddamn beach seal, <laughs> just like floating around the water. It was fantastic. Although I was really, I was pretty sick when we got, I, I didn't feel bad, but I had this bad cough and I couldn't, I thought for sure I was like, oh, I have COVID because I started to like lose taste. Like cigars didn't taste like anything. Mm-hmm. But then like after like two days, it's like, oh, there's the flavor. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. And then I finally came back and I was fine. But that's good. I didn't get to smoke as much as I wanted to, although I smoked a lot. So that's the funny thing. <laughs> I didn't smoke as much as I wanted to. But I probably smoked four so from cigars the a day. average
1: consumer. <laughs> yeah.
0: I probably had three or four a day. Yeah. But I really, because, well, here's the thing. I brought, I brought like eight cigars with me and I only came back with one. And then I went to two cigar lounges while I was there. Oh, so I yeah. did actually smoke a lot. And I think Mark gave me a Juarez. So I did. Oh, that's sweet. I, I definitely smoked quite a bit, but. That's sweet. Not as much as I, I wanted to go to a couple more lounges. I went to a nice lounge in Tampa and then went to another one in Clearwater. Um, and they were pretty cool. Um, but I just, I was hoping to like get different stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I really like an Opus X. I'd really like to go. Like, I like that on vacation. Like just, you know, get something that I typically don't get around here. And I didn't really do that. Yeah.
1: Vacation cigar.
0: Yeah. You know, when you're in Tampa, you're going to pay 30 bucks or more more. for an Opus. Yeah. Yeah, You're just going to pay more money. The cool thing is everyone down there is you can smoke and drink, which is fantastic. That is such a good combo. (sighs) Oh,
1: dude. Drinking and smoking.
0: I'm t- it's Florida, Florida, Pennsylvania, Michigan. They're so friendly for that. It's the best. Like, the fact that you can go to a bar. So, when we went to the place in Tampa, um, it was like this giant fucking mall. So, I went with Lauren and Carol. Mm-hmm. And they just went and did their thing. And I was like, there's a scar lounge here. So, I'm just going <laughs> to walk in Moseon over here. And, dude, it was it was awesome. Full fucking service bar. All the alcohol in the world. Pretty awesome Humidor. And I, I was the only one in there. So I sat at the bar by myself with this bartender who was just like cleaning glasses. And I'm sitting there watching F1 on my phone just smoking and drinking. It was, I mean, that's like the world I love being in. That's sweet. It was fantastic. Anyway, we got to wrap up this episode. It's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, we are likely going to start doing every other week for the podcast for this foreseeable future. Not because I don't want to talk to everyone. Not because I don't want to do the podcast. It's because I'm going to be atrociously busy over the next few months uh with work stuff and I'll be out of town. So I'll be traveling quite a bit more than I usually do. Um so we'll uh we'll do probably every other week and then we're just gonna put out a bunch of content on social media. So there you go. Um that will conclude episode two forty three. Good to be back. We'll be back at you maybe next week. Actually no, I'll be in Vegas next week. We'll <laughs> be back at you in two weeks with episode two forty four. See everyone.